Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hi, I'm Dan Soder. And I'm Big J. Okerson. And you're listening to the best of the bonfire. Stay tuned to hear some of our favorite moments from this week. You can listen to The Bonfire live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Also, be sure to follow us on all social media at The Bonfire SXM. Hi, this is Jacob, and The Bonfire kicked off the week welcoming Rude Jude back to the studio. The guys got into a discussion about bad sexual technique, how porn teaches you the wrong way to do things, and learning the hard way how to get better in bed. Christine, and we were talking the other day just about this. She said she's blown away mm-hmm. by how many guys... Because I think I'd, I would describe my fucking as like a good effort. I like to put a good effort in. Yeah. I like to put on a show. I think I'm a pleaser. However, I don't think I do anything uniquely fantastic yeah. or anything. And she said... It's not even anything uniquely fantastic as much as most guys just fuck bad. I mean, is yeah. that possible? Because we learn from fucking porn and they're just yep. pounding shit out. Like, they <laughs> yeah. just come out the <laughs> gates. Yeah. Like, oh man, I remember the first girl I ate out. She straight up, she stiff, she Heisman <laughs> me. She fucking just. Uh, Push my head off! Like get the fuck. You're on a off highlight. Me. You're on a highlight reel somewhere yeah. of her just fucking. Just, that day Jude learned that certain yeah. mouths don't work well with certain pussies. <laughs> yeah. She was a powerful back, standing at five foot nine, a hundred and forty-five pounds. When you meet in the hole, well, there's always a winner and a loser. <laughs> just like. She was white and she danced like a black girl. <laughs> yeah. With white white with the flight of black. Jude learned that certain mouth techniques on a pussy don't go over well. What were you how were you my, eating her? Then my uh, then a then a family member ended up fucking her. Really? Yep, like a day later in the oh, car. That'll loosen her up. I, I wasn't even mad either. I was like, well played. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this like, shit, this shit. I think you guys are golfing, and he like, watched the way you shot, and was what? like, I might just change this up a little bit. It was even worse than that. I hollered at her. I was going to holler at this other one, but my boy wanted her. He was oh, like being a bitch about it. I was like, fine, fuck it, I'll holler at this one. Yeah. And then I ruined her vagina, and then someone How else did, fucked What was the wrong with the technique? I just, I went down and was like, <laughs> like yeah. fucking, yeah. that lasted about fucking three minutes. It'd have been funny to watch her like Ace Ventura in the Shark Tank, you know? <laughs> She's like, oh, 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 fuck, oh, fuck. Yeah, well, I think a lot of girl, Christine, you said that you just thought you didn't like getting your pussy eaten at a point because you're like, it's just, so many people are bad at it, I guess. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta build to that. But I, I, I wonder if there's something too that you said before, everyone learns from porn now, where I, I had porn as a kid, but it wasn't. I'd like go through shit to get it. 
porn. Yeah. So what you jerked off to most of the time was like soft core stuff, more sensual shit yeah. because you kind of like had to. Like where they like pan Skinamax away isn't to just flower. pounding. Yeah, yeah but they yeah, pan, yeah. But, but, but before they do, you see one tricep flex <laughs> and a fucking and like a and it's a his face. Pump. A lot of a, oh, oh yeah, yeah. And it's like a, there's always a humidifier on in the room. And like <laughs> oh yeah, but everything was much more like you'd think about like, keeping things rhythmic versus just like exactly like a fucking. That's how guys fuck now. They're like, yeah. This is like real women are like, fuck, dude, stop. Stop. What are you doing? Stop. I had a guy one time, the way he came in and touched my, like, he came in on my boobs, like, just like, like, full. And I I, I had to, like, smack. I didn't know what to do besides, like, I, I, like, smacked him off of me, like a guy grabbing your, and he's a guy that I was, like, going to sleep with, but I I had to send him, I was like, I can't fuck you. Like, the way he touched my boobs, I was like, there's no way I can let his hands touch my anything else. How many women say that adult men still finger them, like, yeah, pointing like like, the, uh, like they're yelling at like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yelling you, at the I told you like, yeah, like you're battle rapping against yeah. it. <laughs> I told you. Oh, but I know something you don't know. <laughs> you're a squirter. <laughs> yeah, dude, you gotta you gotta do the give me the money. Yeah. That's what yeah, they give me. I always, know, I always do underhand, it. but I mean, I learned that pretty young. I, I thought, dude, I it made more sense from the get go. I just remember this this older kid in college called it the million dollar man. We just go, <laughs> I want that money. He goes, you put your finger on the Clinton inside and you try to rub it like you want money. <laughs> money, 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 That's money, money. Good. Girls are like, <laughs> yeah, let's fucking get it going. I remember the first time I went to go like finger chick because I didn't I didn't have pubic hair yet and I touched her and I was like ugh like it was mad coarse dude <laughs> shit fucked me up I was I like had, oh damn it's coarse as hell it fucked Batman forever yeah my girlfriend I, I had a girlfriend in 8th grade there was no nudity in that I went up this is how unslick I was <laughs> I went up her leg not down uh-huh. so I went through her shorts it was in the summer <laughs> so I went through the pant leg and I was like fucking fighting and I touched pubic hair and I was like whoa I was like this big league soda and I was I just turned 14 yeah and then a month later I found out that she got fingered by two other dudes just throughout the summer that weren't right and I was like I felt like a biggest idiot because of the side move more than them fingering my girlfriend and her cheating on me I felt like an idiot that they did it correctly it was your girlfriend at the time she actually cheated on me with these like and then they were both way better at football than me my freshman year so I just came in and I was like Hey, you guys figured <laughs> my girlfriend, and now you're gonna beat the shit out of me in Oklahoma. Oh, this is awesome. On Tuesday's show, Jay and Dan welcome Baron Vaughn and Open Mike Eagle to the studio to discuss their new Comedy Central show, The New Negroes. This opened up a whole conversation about the evolution of comedy clubs since they got started in stand up. Enjoy. I wanted to say that, uh, you know, we were talking before you guys came in here, and like, you know, a raging. New Jersey racist like DJ Lou over here assumed that no, uh, he's not he's not he's Negro not denying thing. it hard enough. I'm sorry. I thought he, no, his ignorant me actually that thought this. I thought <laughs> it was a term in some weird. Didn't even think overly of it. I was like, oh, does that mean like kind of like black comics, but not like Def Jam quote unquote comedy? And then um, and then I thought to myself, I was like, oh, if that's the case, if I thought maybe that's what it was, I wonder if there's like. The Def Jam, you know, comic view comics who were kind of like, fuck that shit. I wonder if, if there's like negativity uh, I mean, from it. Have you, have you got anybody that didn't? Because here's what will happen immediately, too. Whoever doesn't get booked, yes. who you know it all, even too, is going to be like, oh, I got fucking, like, oh, I guess I'm too raw. 
<laughs> you know, I mean, up two from the streets, honestly, two hip hop for it. That idea keeps me up at night. That idea of especially yeah. comedians that I love that I could not book, especially yeah. comedians that I wanted to book that I could not book or just were unavailable. Or there's all these different levels of it of the people that I wish I could book. Now, to your point, there are some comedians that are going to be on the show that have been on Def Jam and Comic View. Is like a Tony Roberts, like a person that would like make both those worlds. Oh, Tony Roberts. Um, yeah. I'm just asking. He just wanted, like I started in the Black Circuit and he just one of the comics that. No, he's great. Didn't matter like mainstream or mm-hmm. black because I never really saw him out of the Black Circuit. Tony Roberts. I mean, he got successful. He's but very saying, but funny. I, but I mean, he's just fucking funny. It doesn't matter what circuit. So I I'm mean, always curious about someone. But but he definitely would be considered more like he does like the Shack, the Shack yes, All Star yes, yes. Jam comedy. A comedy. Kind of yeah. Well, I mean, but there's a lot of comedians that look. I, I hate to be like funny is funny or whatever the hell, sure. but like, you know, the thing about Def Jam, and I don't want to disparage Def Jam, but like, it was a place where a lot of comics who did not get that kind of exposure suddenly could get that kind of exposure. Yeah. Rich Voss, man. A lot Rich of Voss. <laughs> Holy shit. You immediately go for the white guy on the show. <laughs> you immediately. You like, brought the color line, man. He was the Jackie Robinson of his shit. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> don't ever let Rich Voss hear you say that. I will that. not let Rich Voss hear you say that. <laughs> oh my God. I, I try, we try to get a stamp. Don't you say his name in vain. We say one more time, he's going to show up. We try to get a stamp a stamp made in his fucking uh, Kangol hat retired. <laughs> 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 you gotta put it in the rafters. Yeah. That's funny. I say Def Jam. You're like, yes, of course. Honest John. Gary Owen. Continue. Oh, oh me and Honest John got a good Alaska story together. Oh, yeah? Oh, he's, yeah, he's just great. Old hippie guy who only did black rooms. Yes. But in the exact way, if you do comedy for five minutes yourself, you're going to hate. Look at, <laughs> look at Rich Voss oh, yeah. on Def Jam. Look There's at Voss. fucking look at wearing a fat farm, farm hoodie. Sweatshirt. He looks like a fucking plainclothes cop. <laughs> Dude, me and my step-pop watched this when it was like law and, and loved his joke about indecent proposal that he ends this on. I loved. Oh, man. He looks so like, funny. He but look at he's all his baggy pants and shit. Yeah. That's great. All right, guys. Now he dresses like a three-card Monty dealer outside. <laughs> oh, no, no. New look is a uh, high school wrestling coach. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing sweatshirts and hats. Suck it up, ladies. Come on, <laughs> fireman his... carries everyone. <laughs> Welterweights, I better see you bagged up. <laughs> the show premiering oh, this Friday, oh, uh, the nineteenth at eleven p.m. Eastern. Wait, uh, did I finish saying what I was saying? Well, no, because no, so you were saying no, about the yeah. people. I was, people, I was saying plugging. about people I'm reaching out to you. I, I love it, Dan. I appreciate it. No, no, I'm just saying that, like. You know, Def Jam kind of became its own style, if you will, where it's like there were a lot of people who did it who and there was no Def Jam, so they could just do whatever they needed to do and be whoever they needed to be. And then there were the comedians that kind of came up that were trying to be Def Jam comics so that way they could get on that show. But they were trying to get on the show instead of be the comedian they should be. <laughs> oh. I and so I hope New Negroes is on long enough that people try to impersonate the style. Yeah, of the you show. Are, right. yeah a Once we become hack We've been successful. Yeah. Do you know what? Uh, that was an interesting thing. But I had to do it for sure. When I stopped doing just the black circuit, I certainly had to like adjust how I approached like writing jokes to mm. make because I, I I pandered pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, in the black circuit, that's like a weird thing. But uh, when I, I've seen a lot of black comics who would murder in the black scene. And then they would come over and start doing like they'd figure it out over the years. Mainstream rooms, but they would come over to what they would call the white rooms. Mm-hmm. Quite frankly, you know, whether it be the cellar, or you the cross over. Some, and it's just <laughs> like over. it was an every night like the same set kind of thing. Yeah, or what these guys who were really funny dudes just doing the same like seven bits that they just know like white people will laugh at and what and you know they change their vernacular and every it's very odd and I'm like no man you don't have to like they Carson Daly it. 
Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> it's I think like a, a, a white, unless you're going to a place where it would be weird as a black comic to go up in an all-white room, there's no such thing as a white room, especially in New York City, so it's everybody. But even if it's predominantly white, no white person, no white crowd in today's day and age is trying to come up there and hate on a black comic right, right oh, out yeah, of the yeah, gates. Absolutely. Like, it's 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 definitely uh, your game to lose, you know what I mean? Like, However, uh, when I was originally in New York, when I started in New York, there were those crowds, definitely. Yeah. Sure, I'm sure, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. Times, like Times Square crowds, and you get like the... Uh... Um, there were some like East... East Village shows that I would do that yeah. would be all white crowds. It was like barked in nonsense, though. Right? Not necessarily barked in. They were just too damn cool to okay. like like anything that wasn't already the thing that they liked. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. I always got those were always weird. Oh, I'm not saying if you're a black comic, you're just gonna kill. I'm just saying like no crowd in New York, I think, is gonna not like you because you're black. You know, you're not gonna get on oh, stage and go. See. This is already gonna suck. As a white dude, if you still if you get up in a black room, there's there is a. A, a good portion of the crowd that's going like this guy's gonna suck yeah that's why you gotta pander right and that, well you gotta break through that yeah. but that's the beauty but yeah but the fun is now like if i go back and do like i just did chocolate sundays i sit out in la yeah at the laugh factory uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever and i think so i saw fun. you on the lineup too. it's so fun to go back uh and, and do like a like do a black show again because I, I don't pander now but it does it you realize it doesn't matter it's just your yeah. confidence level all it is if you weren't pandering as a white comic what you were trying to do a joke you thought they might not like you're telling it like um it's like you're giving like a third grader giving a nervous for book report <laughs> when you really genuinely can go up there and be like you know if they don't la- what's the worst they're gonna do is not laugh at it who gives a shit like yeah. that you, you'll, you'll do well with yeah, whatever you, jokes you do normally but there's, you know Jay it takes a long time to get to that place where you oh, don't hell. care yeah, 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 you've been yeah, doing yeah. it for a minute so you have gotten yeah. to that spot. Sure, no, you're right. Out of the gates, that's not a thing, right? Oh, no, you're I, a sociopath I, if you come out of the gates just being like, <laughs> "I don't give a fuck." Dude, you're like, I mean, you're staring and it. waiting for the light, yeah. just gulping. Oh man, <laughs> I, remember, I remember plenty of that. I remember uh, one. Of, I did one of Talent's shows at Laugh Factory, and it was me and the other white guy that was there. I don't want to fucking throw him under the bus, but he had a real pandery name and he went up and fucking bombed <laughs> Sauce? Sauster? wasn't sauce oh. it was a it was a different dude sauce would kill yeah no this guy fucking ate it and it it sucked me out of being nervous because i just went up there and i was like hey sorry about that other guy that was nuts <laughs> that was nuts and they're that like the oh that's thing. fucking yeah you're just like whoo i mean oh. it was just me and him in the room dude, so i was like this guy looked bad there is nothing funnier Turning than up. sandbagging the other <laughs> white guy <laughs> totally oh dude this guy ate it and i was like i was but he 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 ate it with dead baby jokes. Like he oh, was like God. going aggressive to the point where you're like, and he was full on like, nah, I'm saying like that kind of voice too. <laughs> oh. So it was easy to go up and be like, so sorry about that. <laughs> well, I think we've said on the show. That's my whole my whole career currently is going on the road and having a, a feature act be over the top like dirty and like but in that way where it's like you never fucked a dead baby (laughs) and then the crowd goes oh and he goes you guys got a problem with that man you came to the wrong show you guys are gonna really run out of the room when jay gets up here you know the fuck does you think that's what I do? Yeah. Is that you think you I go up there and say fuck a dead baby with no uh, semblance of a punchline or something? You don't think I All creatively right. build a situation right. where that might be the comedic release? I, I'm telling you tonight I could ad lib something about fucking a dead baby funnier than what you've done up there. Oh. <laughs> Stop calling it the problem. It's like, oh, you got better leave now. Hi, it's Jacob again, and this week Dan and Jay entertained guests Justin Silver and Jamie Kilstein with their impressions of Exhibit, host of MTV's classic show, Pimp My Ride. We were talking the other day about Exhibit showing up to people's houses to offer them ride pimpings on the show, and they would have to fake... You know, they would fake that he was just showing up out of nowhere. And then Exhibit... We did it for... 
<laughs> Only 10 minutes ago, they were just going, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm a, I'm a, you put twizzlers in place, your windshield wipers. <laughs> yo, I, yo, I, yo, I, cha- I changed the headlights and put in LEDs. It's super dangerous. Yo, <laughs> I'm going to take exhaust pipes, turn them into bubble makers. Yeah. <laughs> yo, you seatbelts are slim jims. <laughs> yeah, Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> Exhibit, you're gonna get fucking. Keep doing. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's again, an actual. Again, <laughs> well, let's play. I want to see this the video. This is better than the R. Kelly thing we were doing. Hey, what's up? It's Exhibit. Doors. I'm about to fuck up a Corolla. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, son, I'm about to give you alligator skin tires. <laughs> Yo, yo, I'm I'm about to leave for seven hours and come back and they go, fuck your shit up. It looks like I'm about to steal a car. But really, I'm about to fuck it up in a different way. Yo, yo, I'm about to turn your glove compartment into a confection oven. (laughs) X to the Z. X to the Z. I put a very stealable TV in your back. And you live in a very compromised neighborhood. (laughs) I'm going to make your bucket seats into massage seats. (laughs) Sit on that bitch. Uh, Exhibit, it lo- exhibit just looks like a black lesbian going to bust his girlfriend for cheating on her. The way he's walking up. What would you say if I was about to make the trunk into a cryo chamber? <laughs> Jay, I'm turning your undercarriage into a hot tub. <laughs> you can't it'll drive and be all sloshy. <laughs> Yeah. Yo, I'm going to take, take out your battery and put in a platinum menorah. <laughs> Mazel tov. There you go. There is, uh, Mr. Mr. X to the Z, there is no way that this is going to pass. This car won't turn on. I don't know how you want me to get through emissions with this, dude. I can't even fucking get there. To turn oh, on your car, you're so going to have to answer fun. a riddle. <laughs> this is my Mima. She has terminal four cancer. I took a Thunderbird and I put in a matlock. So here it is. I'm going to turn your glove compartment into a dialysis machine. Don't worry about that cancer, bitch. Yeah. I'm going to turn your grandmama's driver's seat into a fuck machine. Give me a broomstick. Yo, she can do chemo in the back seat. Yeah, dude, there were solid hour long shows. Holy you could, shit. You could either binge watch Breaking Bad or all of Pimp My Ride. Yeah, yeah. It's I just, I just realized I'm this taller is, than exhibits. This is awesome. You think so? I think so. Think you dunk on exhibit? I don't think me and Jacob could fucking. He, I could eat peanuts off this motherfucker's head. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna put diamonds on your on your steering wheel. I bet, I bet exhibit. Would, I bet exhibit would fuck your shit up. Shut up, Dan. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just Shut saying, up. Dude, we got to be honest with each other. On Thursday's Lost Tapes, Jay and Dan discussed the tragedy of being in the friend zone while watching the Netflix documentary, Behind the Curve. Behind the Curve, the documentary on Netflix. Mark Sargent is just throwing it at this, the lady of the lake, the sexiest woman in the flat earth world. Yeah. Well, he's obsessed and she is less than interested. Patricia Steele. Remember, she goes, a couple, (laughs) couple of friends. That is the face of a man that was just crushed. That's a missed field goal face. <laughs> that is. He's like, oh, fuck. It was, we are I a couple. It was he's like, oh. <laughs> a couple of friends. Oof. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 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 Mr. Sergeant, uh, we, have, we have all been there, buddy. We have all taken that shot. Uh, that was my, that that face right there was when I asked that girl out in college in the middle of the quad and she just had that Ohio accent. She goes, Dan, I have a boyfriend. And you're like, <laughs> 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 that's, why, that's why I said lunch. 
Yeah, bitch. That's just a gut punch that you ever, you all, everyone can identify with. Yeah, that gut punch, man. She goes, couple I mean, of friends. We're gonna fuck till the morning comes is a lyric in a song. Uh, yeah. He's like, you want to come over and fuck the pain away with my best of peaches album? Oh my God. <laughs> and I will always love you is my favorite song from the body. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even called that. It's not my favorite song by Whitney Houston. But it's yeah. my favorite song from the bodyguard. But I like, I like Kevin Costner. I heard he's got, I can't, you know what? I wouldn't talk like this to a guy I was fucking. This is so much better. Oh. I could talk to you about the bodyguard and stuff. Dude, oh my God. God, I that... can talk flat earth with you. I don't want to talk flat earth oh. with somebody I want to fuck. You know what I mean? I just want to suck their dick all the I time. Just, just wake fuck. them up with blowjobs and I just want to be. I just want to literally be soaked in their cum. <laughs> but with you, I could stay up for hours talking. And, and this is more important. This is more important because we're solving the earth. And we, our podcast is so fun. And they just get in the way. Like, so can we take a quick commercial break? Because my boyfriend's had a long day at work. I have to go suck him off real quick. I promise him every and day. And I give I the him from best that. blowjobs. You come in like ten minutes. Mark Sergeant. Mark, like, you mind hold? You mind? You mind uh, pulling both our ends here for a couple minutes on the podcast? Or she comes down and she goes, "Hey, Mark, I'm back," and he has to go. There's still some there's some cum in your hair. Yeah. What did you say? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. There's some there's some cum in your hair. She's oh, like, oh god, it's, he really fires off. It's he goes, crazy. He's got never, the biggest loads out of the thickest dick. I would never, I would never cum in your hair. Because it was fun. That's too bad. Because I really love degradation. But you're so nice. But you're an angel. We love you the way you're supposed to be loved. Yeah. That was my favorite when I was younger. Like a hot girl that I would like. She'd Torture a, hot girl. But always just talking to you. No, a hot girl that I'd be into and talking to you about the way other guys treat them was just the Dude. funniest. Because it's just like we see each other and I'm just like, you know, I'm really sad about some things going on. He just like shoves his head down, shoves my head down to his dick. And it's like, I love his dick, so I suck it. And then he fucks so good. And that's great. But then it's just like afterwards, he's like, make me a sandwich. And like, I do. And then like, he'll let me watch whatever he's watching on TV. But... And then he kind of wants me to leave. And then you're just like, oh, I would never do any of that. And it's like, by the way, I don't have enough. I forgot my wallet. Can you pay for my movie ticket? Thank you. Mm-hmm. And uh, also, like, <laughs> also, real quick, can you top off my gas? Because I'm, like, I'm like in the red. And like he makes me drive him everywhere, and he never gives me money for gas. And he's such a dick. But you're like, you're there to listen, and you help with my gas. And it's just like, oh. I wish we weren't best friends. Like, <laughs> You're like, I don't like you. I hate you so much. <laughs> fucking, God damn it, I'll fight you. I'll fight they you, They don't even you know bitch. the resentment you genuinely have there. They're yeah. not your friend. They're you're, not. You're very angry at them all you're, the time. You're fucking testing me right now. <laughs> dude, that is the fucking best. We were just like, dude, I remember this girl, Andrea. She was so hot. She wore a shirt, a sock. Uh, she wore a wife beater that she wrote on that just said submissive. Mm-hmm our sophomore year of high school and I was like in French class and I was like what does that mean and she goes I just like I, I do what I'm told and I'm like oh <laughs> this, is such like a, this is such a dork that I was like no oh, it's alright all right. Well, I do what I'm told. <laughs> I go. That's pretty awesome. Then uh, senior year she was fucking around with this dangerous ass Mexican dude named Spider and that's he literally drove around this big ass Cadillac Dude was fucking terrifying. And she's like, she was over at my house to smoke weed. And I was like, got her. We're going to make out. And she was like, I've just been like hooking up a spider. I'm like, you need to leave. You need to leave my house. You need to leave my house right now. You are. You have stayed past. Not because she was hooking up with her because I was so terrified. Yeah. 
Hey, this is Big J Okerson, and I hope you enjoyed this week's Best of the Bonfire. You can listen to the show live every Monday through Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Sirius XM 95, or on demand on the Sirius XM app. Be sure to follow us on social media, at the Bonfire SXM. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey, what's going on? This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Everybody needs a little help in life. Uh, I've been going to therapy for years, and BetterHelp is an amazing way to do it. Why? Because you need a neutral place. You need somewhere to go to set your goals, to have somebody help you, guide you, focus you on achieving the things you want to get to. A lot of days people wake up and try to white-knuckle life. That's not the way to do it. And sometimes there's a lot of stuff you can't talk to about my wife. I can't talk to her with friends. I need a neutral place where I can say and be honest and let it all out and let the heavy load of life off my shoulders with somebody who's professional. And that's where BetterHelp stays in. The best way to squeeze the special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy, it can help you find what matters to you so you can do more in life. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, which is awesome, designed to be convenient and flexible and suited to your schedule, not theirs. Just fill out a brief questionnaire. You you get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime you want. There's no additional charge. If you don't like that person, find somebody you vibe with, which is important, at no extra charge. Here's the deal. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bonfire. Today, you get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bonfire. Go now. Become a better person.